0: Hi friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, a bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy-ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't wanna do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? <laughs> or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast, or should I say good morning if you happen to be busting this episode open right when I post it, which will probably be early Wednesday morning because your girl's a little bit of a hot mess express as we love. We love to see it for her. We know who she is. But basically, like I have not been able to garner the energy, you know, to like do things (laughs) uh that sounds a little tragic it's not what I meant but it's true um and basically I was like you this is episode 99 like you gotta get your shit together and I couldn't couldn't do that Monday I couldn't quite do that Tuesday but Wednesday morning I'm like okay get up before work record the podcast like take a shower this is what I did I swear to god this isn't isn't an ad but like you know what I mean? I um, I woke up. I took a shower. I have my Kitsch towel scrunchie on. So after the podcast, I can blow dry my hair and get ready for work. And then I also used like I stepped outside for a minute because okay, I'm just feeling like stuffy, like got to get the shit done. And then I used my Kitsch like ice roller thing that's in the freezer and I feel like I feel awake. I feel good. So that being said, you can get 15% off <laughs> with promo code ashleysleek 15. Check that link in the bio on Instagram. Um, anyways, just starting you off by selling you, but listen, here's the deal. Like I I'm being serious. These products are actually helping me and I just wanted you all to know that. So, um, anyways, yeah, I don't really know what the fuck is up. I feel like this chapter, in my book, I'm just like a little unstable. And listen, I always listen back to the last episode of my podcast and I have not listened to the last two episodes, which is wildly off base. And um, I feel like I needed the bad bitch o'clock episode. I'm like, I think you need to listen to yourself, bitch. But I you know how I am. I just like to be honest. So anyways, as I'm talking about this chapter, a book being like a little unstable, I just have to say like yesterday. I cried over a lamp and I am prepared to completely justify it. Like, here's the deal. I bought this lamp. I mean, it had to have been like a couple weeks into me moving in here because there is no light in the living room. So basically, like at one point I had a little desk fan hooked up like behind the couch and it was a whole thing. And it's just been like dark in here. And I was like, bitch, we can't. There's darkness inside we got to let the darkness out. So it's just been one of those things where I just feel like I haven't been able to garnish the fucks to do anything in my life, like unless it's something that I absolutely have to do. And even then it's very hard. Like I was talking about how I've been a procrastinator and all this shit, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so I hadn't put up this fucking lamp and I was like, OK, this is driving me crazy. And I'm pretty sure i was supposed to be doing something else when I put up the lamp. But we're not going to like address that controversy we're just going to go with the fact that like I put up this lamp. It's actually super fucking cute. I got it off Amazon. I feel like one of the goals that I've had for this year, um, a couple things. There's a couple goals that I have not quite reached, but also it's June 1st, okay. So like it's not like it's December 1st, we've got time. Spoken like a true procrastinator, by the way. Also, I just I have to admit that I literally had to stop the podcast and be like, "What was the goal that I was going to talk about?" So, the goal I was going to talk about was getting an Amazon storefront because I feel like, you know, that's what all the influencer girlies do and I got to get on my shit. Uh, there's a lot of other things on that list. One of them being, you know, and I'm really excited about this. I started to outline and look, I'm just going to say it here because maybe this and TikTok will hold me accountable because I'm going to like kind of document my journey through TikTok. But one of the things I've always wanted to do is write a book. And um, I think that a lot of people say that I hear that from like a lot of my friends and I have a lot of friends that I think could actually write like a really good book. Uh, for me, I feel like I just make up stories in my head all the time that I would like to put them somewhere. So uh, I have started to kind of like outline what I think that's going to look like. So, um, you know, I would tell you more about it, but I'm, I'm afraid. Like, what if someone steals my award winning idea, you know? So anyways, um, yes, I I think I was just talking about being a little a little bit unstable and about my lamp, you know, um, uh, it's really it's really been a good time over here. It has. I swear there's been a lot of good things happening. I think the problem is, is that um, the good things happening in my life are like technically happening to other people, which is why I need friends. You know what I mean? Like I need my friends because like then good shit happens to them and I can like be excited about it. But I was telling my mom the other day, oh, my God, that sounds so tragic. But listen, I I've always said I'm going to be very, like, honest and transparent about where I'm at. And I was also talking to one of my girlfriends last night and I was like, you know what? Sometimes it just feels better to, like, say shit out loud. And then it's like out of your body and like out of your mind. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many times that like I say things on the podcast and okay, this is that's a separate point, but I'll get back to what I was saying before. Sometimes when I say things on the podcast, I feel like that is my release of them. So sometimes I find it hard to then go back in like a normal everyday conversation and retell the story. Like, for example, I'm not like bitter or upset or anything about the um, the robbery. But at this point in my life, if you ask me about it, I'm like, can you just listen to the podcast episode? Something that I am bitter and tired of talking about is like I'm not ti- I'm not extremely tired of talking about it. As far as like, I want to still talk about my healing journey, but like I don't like telling the story of Scotland Ice breakup anymore. I'm like I've got like ten episodes that cover it. If you could just, and I feel like saying that out loud sounds really rude, but I think sometimes once I like get it out here, I feel like it's almost. It's almost as if this is a live journal and I'm just processing it out loud. So sometimes I have a hard time going back and retelling the stories, which is nothing against anyone I'm telling the stories to. It's just like I I, sometimes I get tired. So anyways, what I was saying to my mom was I went and had brunch with one of my girlfriends. I absolutely love her. One of those people that like I can't I, I was really out of it and I was like, not fun, very tired. And she still loves me anyways. And I appreciate that. But I was like, oh, my God, nothing I have. Like, I have all these good stories to tell. They just like don't personally relate to me. I'm like, what I go through, like, well, what is Ashley personally doing in her life? Um, It was a little tragic. So I had to like force myself then when I got home and like throughout this week, I was like, okay, you need to like talk about good things that are going on that are just your shit. So, you know, because I am really excited about things going on around my life, you know, but I was like, okay, but you too have good things. So, you know, I have to remind myself, you know, I moved to a different city all by myself with my big dog for any of the robbers out there. And I have a doorbell camera now, so don't fuck with me. Uh, But You know, I I moved into my own apartment, which is like a bigger deal than I think that we give ourselves credit for, you know, people who live like alone, because that's not a super easy thing to do. And I don't think I realized it. And it's funny because I've been talking a lot about feeling super lonely and I actually don't think it has anything to do with me living alone here. Like, I actually just think that's a completely different state of mind, because even if I was with still living with my parents, I think I would feel the same way. Actually, like living alone is something that gives me like a little bit of more confidence. Like, you know what I mean? Also, how can I deny the fact that this podcast is about to hit a hundred episodes? Like that is so cool and it's so wildly awesome, you know, accomplishment and experience that I was like, you know what? I bet you I didn't have much planned for the episode and everything, but I was like, if you just get on there and start talking, I bet you, you're going to feel better. So this is like my weird, I do actually have therapy and this is like a subset of my therapy. So I appreciate you all listening and like making it worth it that I go through hard times because then I can talk about it here, you know? And sometimes I just think that we get really, and me personally, so I will speak for myself. I get really lost in, Feeling like there's nothing like I just said, like, oh, there's nothing good going on with me. Blah, blah, blah. I have nothing to talk about. And then it's like, no, bitch, just sit the fuck back and relax. OK, like let's not get all like crazy sad, you know, like let yourself get sad for a little bit. But let's like, fucking dig out of the hole. I think the last episode in this episode is really me talking about digging myself out of this sad hole. And I'm not going to feel bad about being in it. There's a lot of shit that went down. You know what I mean? Like, I think that I just I I in my mind, when I think about the breakup with Jimmy, I just think about the the half of me that was constantly like, this is a good idea. I'm going to work on myself. I'm going to be this better person because I did become a better, the best version of myself, in my opinion, after the breakup. And so I'm just like, well, you're okay. Like, that's what's going to happen after Scotland. And I think it's like, yeah, but there was all this time that I was really fucking sad. Like even I was going back through the episodes here on the podcast and there was one from like August of last year that was like, hey, by the way, I'm still heartbroken. And I was talking a little bit about like recovering from the breakup and still being like sad and stuff. So, you know, I feel like I am trying to cut myself a little bit of like slack on that and just know, I mean, obviously it's not the only thing that's like upsetting me and and everything, but it's OK for it to take time to process. I definitely think I'm in a way better place with it. It's just the feelings of like being lonely sometimes that kind of overwhelm me. I think that's really where I'm at and pro- what I talked about last week, you know. But all that being said, it's just interesting to me because I was also talking to one of my girlfriends about this and I said you know sometimes it's really easy to get trapped in a place where you're like god I just can't take something else right like I get into this all the time I'm like your bitch got like three chronic illnesses mental health problems whatever you know like and and when the Scotland like breakup happened I remember being very much like god like I just can't take this anymore like why do these things keep happening to me like why like why can't I just have something that's like easy? Right. And I think it's I think it's important that we all like sit with that for a minute and we're like, oh, like, why does always happen to me? Blah, blah, blah. Let yourself be like, you know, I don't really like the term victim, but like let yourself kind of like sit with that, whatever. And then it's important. And what I try to do is change that mindset for a little bit and think, you know, I've been through all that shit and I'm still here. You know, like all that shit has happened to me, and I've survived it. Which means that the shit that's happening right now, I too am gonna survive. Which is really, I think, an important kind of mindset to be in. So, I love that. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so I want to talk. I want to take a a switch from that. Like, listen, we got we love getting inspirational here on the podcast, but like, let's talk about uh, some other shit. Okay. Since I, um, you know, am going through this breakup, right? One of the things I feel like to me, and I think this is just a mindset and I'm really nervous for like, if I, if it doesn't happen to me, but I'm very convinced that dying my hair is going to like really change the game for me. I remember that once my sister dyed my hair after the Jimmy breakup, I felt different. Like I felt different. It wasn't like I immediately got over him, obviously, because that was super quick, But it was just like this big step to me. And I know that sounds like really kind of weird. And, you know, people always joke about like, oh, that girl went through a breakup. She dyed her hair. But I do feel like there's a science there. And my sister has been pregnant and uh, we'll get to that. And so, you know, she does my hair and everything. And even like days that she could do it, I still feel like a part of me was kind of resisting getting it done because there was a huge part of me that was resisting the breakup altogether, right? But the thing is, is that Aaron's wedding's this weekend and I was like looking in the mirror and I was like, oh, fuck, like that hair does not look like wedding ready. And since my sister chose to have a child over just being my own personal stylist, um, when Jenna and I went out in downtown Campbell, we met this girl at the bar and she said she does hair or whatever. So I grabbed her card and she happened to have an appointment today at 5 30 so I'm getting like I'm getting my hair done and I feel like it's gonna give me like listen in my opinion I feel like dying your hair is like the fifth infinity stone of a breakup you know what I mean like I mean depending on at what point you get it because I think to me with the Jimmy breakup it was infinity ring number one but I think that this is infinity ring number five for me and I'm gonna snap my fingers and like shit's going to be better that's a lot of pressure to put on a hair but okay at least at least I think it's going to be the fourth you know what I mean I feel like I'm like you know it's, it's gonna it's going to be an important part of of the of the move on process so I hope it doesn't fucking look like shit I what I'm so nervous about is that like I'm getting it dyed right before the wedding so like what a risky move um and that does give me a heart attack But the reason I'm not freaking out about it as much is because I'm just like staying brown. So I feel like in my opinion, it would be really hard to mess up brown hair. Like if anything, it gets too dark and I just feel like that's not going to happen. So I mean, I am bringing my inspo pictures are pictures of like my own hair, because I do feel like I've, it's hard. I feel like I'm cheating a little bit on my sister. But, you know, obviously she's not available right now. And uh, but I am bringing inspo pictures of hair that she did. So I feel like it's only a half cheat. I don't know. But speaking of my sister, my sister, um, and I apologize. This wasn't the beginning of the podcast, but, you know, um, she's in her own head. But my sister Birthed a very beautiful little girl. I did hold her when she was okay. She gave birth on what was that Wednesday? And I think I was there Friday, so she was tiny like a little nugget baby and she's super fucking cute you know maybe when when my sister's up for it I can have her back on she can talk about the whole birth process story my my not favorite part but like so basically I called my mom because there with COVID you can only have like two people in the room so my brother-in-law and my mom were there and so you know I was kind of like checking in throughout or like at first if we were getting like messages like my dad and I in the family chat and then it kind of like died out. I'm like, hello. Um And so then I called my mom and she was like, oh, shit, she's coming. So I was like, oh, my God, was it me? Like, um, I mean, let's give all the credit to my sister. She like literally shoved a human out of her vagina. And that's crazy to me. Um, But so anyways, so I called like right when it happened. Right. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So then eventually we get like a picture of Madison. And I'm like, oh, my God, she's so cute, blah, blah. And I'm like, how's Jillian? And my dad and I asked this question at the same time in the group chat. Like, how's Jillian? N- silence. I'm like, OK. And then I'm like, send another SI text like, hey, how's Jillian? You know, haven't heard shit. Then we get a photo of Matt. And listen, I'm not trying to be a bitch, but I really don't give a fuck about Matt right now. Like, I mean, I give fucks about him. Obviously, that's his kid, too where is my sister and how is she doing? And my mom's like, oh, no, she's fine. Like, she was a rock star, blah, 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 But I was like, listen, I don't need pictures of my brother-in-law. Like, I love him to death. Don't get me wrong. He didn't shove a kid out of his vagina. I would like to know what the fuck's going on with Jillian. So anyway, she's totally, uh, totally fine. And, and I'm really excited. So my my godmother duties have cracked in. And um, I'm thrilled. I, you know, people talk a lot about how much money you spend on weddings. But when you see your friends and your own sister have a child, suddenly you're like, I want to give these kids my fortune. Like, you know, I mean, for for Jillian's kid, as someone who, you know, doesn't really want kids, I feel like. She could benefit, you know, from my fortunes at some point when I in my my mind, I still end up rich somehow, you know, like not like annoying rich, but like I can donate my money kind of rich. Like, do you want to round out round up for St. Jude's like, yeah, every time, you know, I don't have to second guess it. I do. I just want, you know, I do round up every time. But like. It would be nice to be like, yeah, let me round it up and out of five. Hundred dollar bill, you know. Uh, these are just my aspirations in life. So yeah. Anyways, very excited. So you know me. You know I'm gonna post some TikTok so you can see my hair. Very thrilled about that. So um, you know, shameless plug. You can follow me at Ashley Sleek. I'm up to three thousand followers on the Instagram or on sorry on TikTok, and uh, my Instagram's at like twelve hundred. So like we can do a little work there. But I'm super excited about the TikTok following. I think that's been really fun. It's one of those things that like. It's like the podcast kind of keeps me going. I'm like, OK, like, like post a video again. Make sure you post a video today. And um, I just have like a really good time doing it. So it's exciting that anybody wants to give a shit about like voting on what outfit I wear for the rehearsal dinner and all this stuff. So um, I am enjoying it. The one thing I will say that I'm not um, totally enjoying about TikTok is and I think this is fair, sometimes you don't want to see like a lot of Love you know, when you're going through a breakup. So I know I mentioned like staying off wedding TikTok, but I am I was like, I got to jump my ass right back in because I got good shit going on. I did a whole tutorial on how to do like a bobo k because I feel like I've made so many. And so that's up there. If you like are maid of honor or a bridesmaid and you have to make one. Anyways, all this is to say that, like, you know, I, I have a lot of love on there and it makes me happy and sometimes it makes me want to throw up. But my favorite thing is like one of these girls, because I did a bunch of posts about like Aaron's bachelorette party. So I was like sharing some of the fun things we did, like the tips and and all this stuff. And um, one girl was like, you're going to have the best bachelorette party because you like put in so much work. And I was like, but when? Tell me when. Tell me when. Tell me I'm just going to have the best bachelorette party. That's that's making a really big assumption and find somebody to marry me. You know what I mean? Like. Ugh, rude. I'm just kidding. It was really nice, and that's probably true. Um, you know, I I I get asked a lot about what I think my own like wedding and bachelorette party would look like, and sometimes I have fun imagining it, and sometimes I'm like, let's just not go there. I do actually think that by the time it's my turn, which who knows? I I think that I I can't predict it exactly, but I think I've said this before that I think I would just take a, a step back and let my maid of like, I would just be like, whatever, do your thing. There's things that I would want for sure. Like I would definitely want a um, like a pedal bike or like some sort of brewery tour. And I would definitely want a karaoke bar at some point um, to live out my own fantasies of being a pop star. But I feel like I I don't think I'll be as difficult as someone might assume. I just to me, a bachelorette party is literally just assembling the like assembling the bitches in your life and just celebrating that you're in love. So, you know, I think that I'm excited for that one day, but let's not get too deep into it because we're not trying to get tragic today. Um, oh, <laughs> I watched the latest episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians and I remember being like, there's something I want to talk about with Kim. And then, of course, my dumb ass was like, doesn't fucking remember because I can't remember anything um, but I do I all I know is that as I've been watching the season I'm like liking her more oh I, I remember what it was I feel like it's not being talked a lot about in the media but I feel like it should be but in this last episode of Kimmy with the Kardashians um, sorry or the Kardashians might be uh, Kim Kim apologizes to her family for the way Kanye treated them. And I just think it's interesting because there's a lot of articles, obviously, like the Kardashians are always in the news, but I was like, this was kind of like a big deal. Cause was anyone else sitting there like, Hey, what the fuck happened? You know what I mean? Like, what did he do? And I feel like it's really cool to see, uh, how Kim is evolving. I mean, the one thing I didn't love was I feel like she didn't give any fucks that Kendall didn't get the Vogue cover. So basically in the show, um, Kendall and I thought that they were both up against it at the same time, but Kendall was like slated to be on the cover of American Vogue. And then Kim, like they like didn't want Kendall and pick Kim. And I was like, oh, this because like the way it was portrayed to me was like that they were competing for it. But it was literally like, no, they had Kendall didn't want her and brought in Kim. And I was like, oh, shit. But anyways, when this happens, you know, Kim's just like I think at one point she's like, "Oh, I feel bad." But it's like, no, you don't. Uh, it just didn't seem like as much like remorse that as I would have liked. But also, I am a people pleaser, so we're not the same. Anyways, I so she sits down the whole family and she's like, you know, and she's talking in her confessional about like, you know, kind of the things that happened when she was dating Kanye or married to Kanye or whatever, and it just seemed like he was like really bad to the family. And I just find that so fucking fascinating. And because because everybody was always defending him. And and I feel like, you know, they were doing that out of respect for Kim or whatever. But I, I'm just sitting here fascinated. I want to know more. Like, I want to know. I mean, I, I do and I don't. Obviously, that's like kind of some sad trauma. But I just I think it's because I just really don't like Kanye West. And I'm like, oh, I want to know more. And I know it doesn't really like look like it makes sense, but I don't know. She just seems really happy with Pete Davidson. And I just think that's like a wild experience for everybody involved. But hey, whatever makes her happy is totally fine with me. Not that I have any say in Kim Kardashian's life, but, um, you know, I just think it's a very, uh, a very interesting pairing, but she seems super happy. So more power to her. I mean, I'm glad that they're not engaged yet because we know Pete's a little bit of a, a proposer kind of guy. And Kim also, you know, she she does like to collect husbands, which is good for her. And I think it, I think it's nice. I think we're going to see. I think that for Kim, at least I don't really know about Pete. I think that Pete Davidson is going to be the guy that I don't know if it's her forever guy, but at least I think he's the guy that's going to like reset her. You know, and I think it's hard when you're dating someone who's such a nice narcissist and, you know, you've like really put, I mean, she fought Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? Like she's done a lot of shit for Kanye. And I feel like, I mean, it was iconic, but probably wasn't her best choice. Um, anyway, so, you know, I feel like being with someone who's just has no other real agenda other than to like be funny and make her happy. I I think this is going to be great. And I think we're going to see a whole new era of Kim Kardashian. Hi, friends. I'm so excited to talk to you about one of my new favorite brands, Kitsch. I don't know about everyone else, but I'm going back into the office. And Kitsch has not only been so useful from work from home life, It is also very helpful for going back into the office. So listen to this. I started with the very cute like cheetah print satin pillowcase that I'm obsessed with. It sets the tone for my new bedroom. I'm in love and honestly, it really does make my skin and hair feel better. And I'm not just shitting you on that. And then when I was working from home, listen, I would do this thing where I would take a shower and then I would throw my hair up in the towel scrunchie. And then like when I felt like getting out of my pajamas and I had to have a meeting, I would go blow dry my hair and it cut down the time astronomically. And then now I've got like the little ice roller thing because now I have to be up and like get in a car and drive to work. So I need to wake my ass up. And the ice roller just does just that. And it's, so amazing, so helpful, and then I also got the heatless curler, so I can like curl my hair in that little, you know, pillow looking thing, and then I drive to work, and I take it out, and bam, I look flawless, I highly recommend Kitsch, they have all sorts of amazing products, like I just named a bunch, but they have so much more, and you can get 15% off with promo code Ashley Sleek that is Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-E, Sleek, S-L-E-E-K, 15, and you can visit the link in my bio on Instagram to shop super easy. It's at Ashley Sleek on Instagram. Okay. Bye. I feel like I talked a lot about my healing journey and kind of the first part of this podcast, just kind of where I'm at, which is not good, but getting better. Um, (laughs) but I think, uh, the problem is, is that I sometimes hit a wall and I feel like I don't really have the fucks to give about like dating right now, which is good. Like I said, I'm keeping Bumble on my phone because I want to, uh, you know, entertain Smashly. But it's funny because I did like do a little swiping and I was like talking to this one guy. What's funny is, I okay, I was talking to two guys and one of them just stopped talking to me and then I stopped talking to the other one. And like, it's really funny because I know we talk about this shit all the time, but I was like, but how come that other guy stopped talking to me? Like I ghosted one guy. I didn't ghost him. I just like honestly haven't responded. And it's just like, I'm not it's just I'm not good at it. So it's just like it's hard for me to like get there. You know, I've just been really tired. But then this other guy just stopped talking to me and I was like, well, fuck you. And I'm like, you're doing that to somebody else. Like, can you just stop? But I didn't really give a shit about um, the guy that stopped talking to me because I was kind of like, eh, I wasn't it was just so nice to have somebody to like talk to, you know, which I think is kind of like the thing about Bumble and online dating. Sometimes it's just like nice to have somebody to like chat with. So anyways, no really big like dating updates um there. I think right now I am probably not really. I don't know. I don't know if I'm in the place. I feel like if I met someone organically, like maybe it's just having the fucks to give about Bumble right now is a little difficult. And, I, and listen, I don't know if this is weird, but you know me, I just share my thoughts. I think one of the hard things about being on Bumble is like that is where I met Scotland. And I'm not going to lie, it's a little weird feeling to me because it's almost like meeting the same person at the same bar. Like I know it's different, but it just kind of feels weird. And it almost feels like this sort of like betrayal, even though I know obviously like I don't owe him anything. It's just like a very weird feeling. And I don't know if anybody else feels that way because I mean I haven't necessarily I've met people who have met like the love of their life and got married to someone off Bumble, but I haven't exactly met someone who's like dated somebody, like seriously dated them, like got in a relationship and from Bumble and then got out and then got back on. Like I've heard a lot of like situationships and like people talked for a little bit and like that happens, but I was in a full blown relationship and then it feels weird to be like back on the app again. And if I'm being 100 fucking percent honest with you guys, which, you know, I'm are always am. I'm so afraid that I'm going to find him. Like, I think that's the other part that's really hard for me is that like I I'm really afraid that like his profile is going to pop up. I think because like, you know, the breakup was centered around him not being like ready for a relationship or like ready for me and i think like in order to get through like that's really the narrative like i i think it's the truth and i've gotten to the point where i believe that truth that if i like find him i think then i'll be like oh that wasn't it and it was you and whatever i mean obviously he deserves to be happy and whatever so i'm not trying to be like this bitch better not be on bumble but it does fucking scare me. It does scare me sometimes. So I don't know. Maybe I should like try a different app. I have no idea. Also, like, I think I just am excited to maybe get better about like going out and doing things, you know, and like talking to strangers, which is always like fun. But yeah, I mean, obviously, I think there's just a lot that I need to work on in my own life. And, you know, I don't exclusively get happiness through being in a relationship. I just really like really like being a girlfriend. So, you know, I think I'm just, I don't know what I'm doing. I think I, the way I'm trying to look at it is just doing whatever feels right in the moment. So if that day being on Mumble feels good, then I'll do it. And if it doesn't, then I don't. So, you know, it's probably like a little bit healthier of a mindset to have than I give myself credit for. <laughs> but, you know, I did get this like blast from the past message and I um, it was really funny it wasn't I, I feel bad because I haven't responded yet and you know I was talking to you know BFF of the podcast Julie about it and she was like you should tell this on the podcast so here I go but basically like I get this message out of nowhere Um, and what's great is sometimes these guys from my past come with their own nicknames so I don't have to give them to them I mean people from college will know who this is but like Oops. But anyway, so there was this guy, and I know I've made this joke before about the guys I hooked up in the past having, you know, like crazy nicknames, and one of them was big time. And um basically, like he messaged me and he was like, Hey, like, do you remember that time that I like woke up in your dorm like naked? Like, what happened that night? And I was like, Oh my god, what a what a blast from the past. And yeah, the answer is yes, I do remember that, um, you know, at the, I we did not hook up, which I'm sure is like what he was like worried about. Um, but yeah, we were both drunk and basically like the funny part, the funny, not funny part of that story is that like literally I feel so bad about this, but my poor roommate because I woke up. We were like out drinking, whatever. We came home and i I promise you nothing happened because I like kept my clothes on. I woke up in my clothes, whatever. I don't know. I think we just like needed somewhere. I think we were just together and like we were looking for somewhere to sleep. And I don't really know why his clothes were off, you know, but I literally like woke up and um, <laughs> I woke up and I I didn't realize because the night before somebody called me because I was working for student life at the time. And uh, on campus and there was interviews the next day and like all the old like all the current staff members like interview the new staff people and basically someone asked me to switch my shift from the 12 p.m. one to the 6 a.m. one. And here's the thing. I was already a little tipsy, so I forgot about that. So I'm getting calls at like six in the morning, like you're late, you're late, you're really late. So I get up and I fucking put on a dress really quick, like literally didn't even I don't even think I put on a bra. I like put on a dress. I run down there. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't even think I had time to like brush my teeth or anything. But I felt that I left him in my dorm room like so. Yeah, I'm sure he was like very fucking confused when he woke up. But anyways, I like get there and I'm like exhausted, you know, so I and, and I stand by the statement that some of the interviews are boring and I like kind of I don't think I fully fell asleep but my eyes were kind of closed and some fucking narc told on me and I almost got fired over this, which like looking back on it, f- whatever. But like I all I remember from that night was that like I I couldn't tell you about the whole story before because obviously I was drinking. But most importantly, like, yeah, I remember I almost got fucking fired that day from my freaking student life job because I was like too hungover to function, and in in their defense, you know, I was like underage drinking and all this shit. But like, you know, it happens. And what this story sparked to me, because when Julie and I were talking about, she's like, "Oh, I always thought this happened with this other guy whose nickname is a little too um known." So um, I just I'm gonna leave it at that. But basically, this guy and I at the t- at like the next time, not the same time, but it was the same year. Anyways, him and I had been like, just had a history of just like making out with each other at parties. And basically like he was carrying me home from a party and he dropped me because Julie was like, I always thought the story was about this other guy. And I was like, no, like this happened. I was like, what a little horror. You know what I mean? But it's college. Um, But anyways, like he was like carrying me home and he like tripped and he like threw me in like, not like intentionally but he like dropped me and my whole face was like all scratched up like my pure money maker and I had to like answer for this you know and you know anyways like I guess when we got like I was like imagine being on the other side of that door like my roommates who were home I was like come home and I'm like gushing blood from my face and he's like I dropped her I dropped her and it was like you know, it was funny later on in life, except for like at the time I then had to like answer for all these like scratches on my face. Um, and I did play lacrosse at the time, but it was like on my nose, like right where my goggles fell. So it was like so unfortunate. But yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, it was just a crazy fucking time. And then I was like, yes, it was weird to talk about how in two instances like I was drunk and ended up with like two different men back at home. But you know what? Sophomore year, Ashley, she did it and good for her. <laughs> so um, anyway, since I didn't have any like good dating stories uh, of the present, I thought I would give you some very strange runs of the past. But anyways, it was very nice of the other guy to check in and um, I will message him today and uh, alleviate him because I'm sure he's just like worried about what happened. And so um, it was just like, what a crazy time. And what the funny part was, like, obviously, let's go back to the whole like joke I made about the fortune teller thing about like, oh, someone from your past is going to come back. And I was like, of all the people. Is it this guy? Like, I really wasn't expecting that. And uh, but he's married. So I think I'll always be in the hunt of whoever the person from my past was that was supposed to, like, make a comeback and, you know, do all that stuff. But anyways, I um, yeah. Yeah. OK, so let's jump into the I'm sorry, what moment of the week. And listen, you know, I'm all about TikTok and there is this controversy that's been going on right now across Mom talk. If you are not a TikToker and you haven't heard about this, this is basically like a group of Mormon moms who like did TikToks together. And basically, like one of them was getting a divorce. And it turns out, like, she like goes on TikTok live and exposes the fact that they're all swingers. Like this whole that according to her, this whole group is like swingers. And then she backtracks and she says it's just a few. And basically, like It like went too far. So the rules were that they could like have little swinger parties and they could do things but they couldn't go all the way. Very Mormon of them. You know what I mean? To find loopholes. And uh, so basically, you know, I I I had to I had to call in my Mormon and I was like, is this shit real? Like, is this a thing? And he was like, you know, I would never do it. And I was like, that's not what I'm asking. But It does. Sound like there are rumors that this is like a real thing, you know? And, you know, he he gave me good justification. that he's like, "I don't think that it's a good thing to do." And I'm like, "Listen, I'm not putting you on trial here. I just want to know, you're my into the community, like does this shit really happen?" Which sounds like maybe it does. Uh but anyways, so and, and by the way, it's not like swinging doesn't happen in like it's not just Mormons that, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like exclusive to them. I think just because when something happens about a group that's like super religious, it 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 adds a little layer of interest there. Especially Mormons, they have a lot of rules. So then you're just like, wait, what? Like, this is crazy. I was always a little weirded out when I saw her, Then I go back and like view this chick's profile. And to me, she was always in like tank tops and stuff. And I was like, where's your where's your special underwear? Like, this is very confusing as like... You know, someone who's not in the religion, but has been like adjacent to it for a long time. I was like, a lot of this is confusing. But anyways, basically, this chick goes on and I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Like, first of all, not only are you like getting, you know, you're getting a divorce, which is sad, but like instead of just like doing that privately on your own, you're like, I'm going to take down the whole community. Like, I'm going to start drama for everybody. And listen, as entertaining as it is to listen to it, I was kind of like, I feel like this is a little bit fucked up. Like, okay, girl, like... Damn. So anyways, um, you know, now all the other like mom talk people are like, well, fuck. Now I'm being accused of being a swinger. And this girl is saying that, you know, it was just like one other. Oh, so anyways, the rules. Basically, it was like, you know, as long as you don't have like full blown sex, you know, like you're good. But then she decided to have full-blown sex with one of which is also confusing because she's like we were all up drinking and I was like what diet coke like you're not fucking supposed to be drinking alcohol like what are you guys doing so anyways they were all um they, they took it too far so now she's like going through this divorce and then you know then she exposes everybody else but now she's like backtracking and basically this just like really overtook tiktok for a little bit and I was like I mean it's just I'm sorry what like I feel like what's shitty Is that if you decide to do something like that, you do it with people that you like trust and you probably all have this agreement that like, okay, we're never going to talk about this. And this bitch was like, hand me a microphone. I'm going to tell the world. And I do feel a little bad about that. But from an outsider, just looking at it as a juicy story perspective, it was it, it was pretty it was pretty good. But like, I'm sorry, what? These the Mormons are just getting so wild and out over there in Utah. We got to be careful. Somebody come get them. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So anyways, everyone, this is the 99th episode of the podcast. I'm really glad I hopped on here. I hope they are not getting, you know, obviously I'm in an interesting spot in my own life. And I think to me, being you know authentic and real about where I'm at it, it not only like it helps me but I think like I hope it helps everybody else to know that you know I think it's okay to not be okay I think one of that for me was such an important lesson to have learned and you know we um you know even my my best friend and I were chatting this weekend like it's really easy to get lost in that like everybody's got good things going on for them and like You feel behind, but it's like everybody's just posting about the good things going on with them, you know? So I think it's important to hear that sometimes, like, things aren't going super well. And, you know, I don't want this to turn into some, like, fucking depressing ass podcast. But, you know, there's always going to be good jokes slipped in there. Uh, (laughs) So I just think that, you know, this has been such a fun journey for me and I can't believe, you know, the next episode that I do, um, I have a wedding this weekend, so I don't know if it's going to premiere next week or the following week. But, uh, you know, it's 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 going to be episode 100. And that's really freaking cool. And I'm super excited about that. And I We'll definitely talk more about it next next week or the following. You know, I'm giving myself a, a little bit of a leeway here because like when I do anything these days, I get tired. So, um, you know, my ass is going to be on like a new level of energy. Like not only is like my best friend getting married, but like she's also my long distance lover. You know what I mean? So like I'm going to get to spend a lot of time with her. I absolutely love this group of girls, um, the the bridesmaids and, you know, the girls from the bachelorette party. I mean, we literally got robbed together. I, if that doesn't bond you, I don't know what will. Uh, and so, you know, I, I'm really excited to see everybody. Plus, you know, mutual friends of Erin and I's. And I think it's going to be just a really beautiful weekend. And I think right now I'm on a reset. I'm on an up and up. Like, I feel like I've been down and I, I can feel myself taking the escalator up. Uh, because obviously I'm not going to take the stairs, you know, it's <laughs> too much work. But uh, in reality, they are stairs and, and we're climbing together. It's the climb. Uh, and I i don't know. It's just I thank you for coming on this like journey with me and listening to the podcast. And I'm so excited for episode 100. And I love you all. It's time for me to get to work. So I got to go. I love you. OK, bye.